Coming up, another house has been announced for Halloween Horror Nights 28. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 175 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Yes, thank you for being here today. We've got a little bit of a, I believe we would call this a short one, a shorty, a anything. Shouty. Anything that is, well, I wasn't going there, but just a show that is going to be shorter in length. I know I say that every week. It's it's never a set thing, you know, with our... I with, hope you guys enjoy the future five-minute episodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's coming one day, so one day. But, uh, you know, we're still we're still bouncing around. One week, we might be at 20 minutes. The next week, we might be at 40. Hey, we might even have a random hour-long one thrown in once in a while. But uh, this is definitely going to shy on the shorter things, and that's just because, uh, you know, it, it seems like we're always a day late in a buck short with an announcement and last week of course in this case we were we were just a little bit uh early on our recording and so we missed one of the most exciting announcements mm-hmm. i have ever fathomed in my life what i mean and i fathomed a lot of things in my life but this was one of the absolute most fathomable unfathomable i'm just for all of you drinking out there fathom every time the i word say of the fathom week? yes so uh yeah trick or treat Whoa, that came out of that came out of left field. Not really, because it was on the rumor list. I did not know that. I don't. I don't look at the rumor list. Um, but I. I that is exciting to me. Um, I guess they they heard the feedback and people really loved the scare zone last year. Yeah, it's. Uh, this has definitely been an evolution, and uh, so. I guess I should go into it a little bit, uh, a little bit more clearly and concisely. But uh, Trick or Treat was announced last Wednesday, technically. Well, actually, it started with a little bit of fun the night before. Uh, last Tuesday night, the Halloween Horror Nights official YouTube channel. Uh, they they made a mistake that we've done in the past before, and that's they uh, uploaded an unlisted video. But then also added it to a playlist. Oh, that's how people saw it. Yeah. So uh, for for those of you who don't know a lot about YouTube, I'll explain a little bit of the inner workings with it just quickly, since it only has a little bit to do with this. But basically, uh, on YouTube, you can have these unlisted videos that people can never see unless they're given the direct link, or in this case, if it's added to a playlist. As soon as it's added to the playlist, as long as the playlist is public. That means that video will show up in there. So uh, it was a problem that we had many a times with uh, videos meant for our Patreon channel. Accidentally putting them in the mm-hmm. the regular uh, their regular playlist before they were supposed to. So uh, non Patreon people were getting content as soon as it went up because we made mistakes on that. So uh, it is an issue, and uh, needless to say, that happened to Halloween Horror Nights as well too. They they uploaded the announcement for trick-or-treat and put it in that playlist and it was it was quickly passed around uh 
But by the time that I got a story written up about how it was accidentally announced, it ended up being pulled down from YouTube. So I didn't even get to post the story about it being accidentally announced because, well, it, w- it was gone. So there's no point in doing it. But then early next morning, it was finally official that Trick or Treat would be returning to Halloween Horror Nights. And uh, there's been a lot of talk on it between uh, the creative... Taco? Taco? Did, has there been tacos? I am you hungry. You said taco. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. It could be why I said that. But there's been a lot of talk on Twitter... That's probably what happened there. Talk on uh, about the the trick or treat announcement. That's been very exciting. This has been really a it it's been a not a I don't want to say a struggle, but it's been a journey to get this house into creation. So they've been they've been trying to work alongside with Michael Doherty, the director of Trick or Treat, for years and years and years to get to get this to come to fruition and i want to say i read on one of the tweets that they came close i think in like 2010 maybe it was to to getting something actually put together for it but uh then it it just all fell apart how was krampus done so easily that's also one of his works it was but i believe the reason krampus was a little bit easier was because krampus was produced by legendary but then it was distributed by universal the the world of movie distribution and production <clears throat> companies is all the mess i mean we don't even need that's uh, we've already been down that road this season with all the tv shows being canceled by distributors mm-hmm. but then picked back up by the companies who originally produced them it's been crazy so this stuff is always a a, a very very interesting behind the scenes uh details and yeah all that so anyways yeah they finally they they did make strides with michael doherty the director with with houses like krampus uh that was one of our favorite houses of the year that it was around back in uh 26 i believe and and then yeah last year they struck gold in at halloween horror nights 27 with a trick-or-treat scare zone in the central park section so to remind people where that is that is that section of greenery that goes between hollywood and woody woodpecker's kid zone and the the trick-or-treat scare zone last year was just just absolutely fantastic it was it was one of those places that even if i wasn't at halloween horror nights for too long uh, i i always made it a priority to go through trick-or-treat and and try to try to get that photo with sam because some nights sam wasn't as nice as other nights there were some sams that liked to stop and take pictures and there was other ones that, the second you pulled out of the camera they turned and ran yeah and but i mean they they really did a fantastic job with this scare zone last year it was it was detailed while it's just this one it was just this one stretch so there's not a lot of room to work with they tried to add in all of the the doors that could be iconic from the movie. So, like, the 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 principal was out there with the little fat kid and making him throw up mm-hmm. all the water on the street. You had that. You had the, the crazy kooky man who, in the movie, is revealed that he was the bus driver that basically left all the kids for dead. And, it, like, so the, all, all the classic characters were there. I gotta rewatch this movie. It's been a while. It's been a couple of years. Oh, you definitely will have to rewatch it for this one. For me, Trick or Treat is a it is a yearly Halloween movie. It's one that it's it doesn't matter how like I can watch it multiple times a season before Halloween. 
I really enjoy it. it. It was kind of like before Hocus Pocus blew up in like the last five years. It was like that's kind of how I feel about it. And now I've been watching Hocus Pocus every year since the year it came out. It, just so you know, no, I, I and I have too. These other I saw people it, that hopped on the bandwagon. No, I, by when I said that, I meant as in like the fact that ABC Family plays it. Oh, that they're on to the thirty. Fact. They play it thirty times in twenty nights. Yeah, they're like leading the, up the, to the thirty-one days of Halloween. Yeah. Well, we've got thirty of them for Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean by that. It's it's one of those like. I think there is people in the past with something like Hocus Pocus. That was one that you could watch multiple times leading up to Halloween. That's mm-hmm. how Trick or Treat is for me. Uh, it, it's a perfect anthology story, all all taking place on that Halloween night and focusing on the different aspects, but focusing on on kind of the supernatural and the undead with the kids that uh, the zombie kids that crawled out of the 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 swamp area, and you have. You have the little freaky side with Sam running around, and he's got like this demon face hidden under the, his. The werewolves too. Yeah, you have the werewolves, and uh, and the, the, just it, it covers so much of Halloween all over. It's it's a really 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 good movie. So if you haven't seen that, first and foremost, absolutely, absolutely uh, make it make it. Uh, something that you are going to watch this year before you go out to to Halloween Horror Nights. But yes, this will be a full house. (laughs) Yeah, I I went there with that one. No Stamos this time. Yeah, no John Stamos in this one. He might walk through one night. So this this breaks the uh, idea that it's all in the 80s, huh? It does. So that seems to have gone out the wind. The, the, The what we... What we were hoping would happen just kind of got kicked to the ground on it. But honestly, we we figured it was going to happen anyways because of something with uh, American Horror Story, knowing that there's not really any stories with that that are in the 80s. Like The closest thing you could argue to that was that Hotel Hotel kind of had that 80s feel to it. But uh, other than that, it's it was it wasn't going to happen if American Horror Story was going to have a place in this. But I'm excited that if if that was the route that they were going for, looking for that 80s vibe to it, and they had to sacrifice it because they were able to finally make something like Trick or Treat into a full blown house. Mm-hmm. I think that is is uh, just a perfect uh, a perfect reason why to break it away. Um, I. Uh, Still waiting I, on the Gremlins house. Still waiting. It's just something like Gremlins would be so difficult to do so well because we'll, we'll see. all the, well, all the characters are so small. So I, I know. know it'd be a lot of people who have Gremlin puppets yeah. on them. Yeah, and even that is. I mean, think about the puppetry that's been done in the past before American Werewolf in London. Uh, some of the the actors in Krampus that did puppets. It's all. It's bigger puppets. It's not. It's not small ones. It's a lot harder to hide yourself with these smaller ones. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know everyone's jumping on the Gremlins. I want to see it. And the fact that they started selling merch inside the the Film Vault store, I, I know that's getting people excited. I it and I just don't see how something Gremlins could. Even like I couldn't even see it being a funny house because they would have to invest in really good puppets. A lot with, of puppets is a problem too. Because you, you can't have like six. You need like a t- like you're gonna need a lot. Yeah, it would have to be a lot of puppets or 
it would have to be some sort of like animatronics or even it doesn't have to be puppets, just perfect molds, but in ways that can like really jump out and scare you. And I'm not sure how well it could be done. And I wouldn't want to walk through a house where it's like there are some scary scenes. So like a a perfect scene that would be easily able to recreate in Gremlins. I I think of when the mom's in the kitchen and she's getting attacked by the three Gremlins. And so you could see the one in the blender, the other in the microwave. Yeah, but I think about the scene where like Billy's walking down the street and the Gremlins are attacking everybody in the street. So it's like on the guy's chest and he's trying to pull it off his face. And then there's the cops in the car. And well, and that's so there's like those two. That's kind of what I was going with that is there's there's moments like that, but it would end up being the moment like with the mom. What I would see is she's like swiping at something in the room and then she would come after you. And so like to me, it's like, well, that loses the point of the scare. I I should be more afraid of the gremlins and not the people who are being attacked. Do they think I'm a gremlin? Will I get a gremlin (laughs) goggle to put on and then they're going to come after me? I don't know. But. Yeah, so sorry for that sidetrack on Gremlins there. It just it just got really, really heated up. But uh, it's my favorite Christmas movie. It's it's up there with mine. It's there's just some other ones that are a little bit better, but it it's definitely up there, top five for sure. Uh, that being said, back to Trick or Treat. I I I think this is going to be. It definitely one of the most popular houses. I I'm not holding my breath on it being one of the like absolute best spectacle houses at the end of the year. Uh, I I it, it all depends on how how realistic they build the sets on the inside of whatever maze they choose to do, whether it's a sound stage or the parade building or the tents. Yeah. Uh, after being in the scare zone. We've seen it. We've seen them get away with just making do in a small area because that's what they had to work with. So now for me to take it to the next level, to make it fresh, just after this last year that it was a scare zone, they're going to have to be very, very detailed on the inside. It, it can't it can't be lacking. I need to feel like I'm in the movie for it to, to be a truly great house. And I... I don't know. Something deep down in me is kind of afraid that they're just going to try to ride the coattails of it being it was the scare zone of the year last year, and I think everyone they're just going to make now. it in the woods. I think it's just going to be woods the entire time. Yeah, yeah. That's that, what I think. That's yeah. a cheap way. Just well, bunch of trees. <laughs> well, the cheap way I am sure we'll hopefully get a chance to see, and that's also part of this announcement too. Is that Trick or Treat is not just a property coming to Halloween Horror Nights twenty eight should have been saying it's a property coming to Halloween Horror Nights 2018 because this house will also be built at Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh. Which, yeah. So uh, based on our experience there last year, we can expect a lot of black hallways. Yeah, just uh, little Sams every now and then, and that's it. Yeah, Sam will be poking his head out every now and then. Other random characters will be poking their head out every now and then. But uh, if, if you are on the West Coast side, too, you do have a little bit of a reason to be excited, especially if you didn't get to experience Trick or Treat here last year. You uh, you now have a, a reason to 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 be happy about it coming out to Hollywood this year. But it's all very interesting. You mentioned uh, earlier in the show the Godzilla movie and Skull mm-hmm. Island. And one of the things I'm wondering why if why they're pushing trick-or-treat so heavy trying to get back into this is because Michael Doherty will supposedly be starting on the next trick-or-treat movie after 
he has finished with Godzilla, the sequel to Godzilla. I don't think I knew that he was making the Godzilla. Yeah, he is. Michael Doherty is the director of the the second Godzilla movie in the the legendary universe of all those monsters. And then supposedly after that, he already has the basis down for trick or treat. He just needs to finalize the screenplay Mm. and then it's going to be going on with that. So would you be excited about trick or treat becoming a, a kind of a repeat staple Um, of Halloween Horror Nights? Sure. I mean, it's Halloween themed. I, I, I like things that actually take place at Halloween there. I don't know. I like Sam. I don't know about the movie, though. I, I like the first movie, but I'm not sure it's a recapture. The whole idea recapture is the, the magic. Yeah, it's a little more, it's like folk tales almost. It's a collection of folk tales. So I get how it can go on again, but I don't know that it's going to be, it's going to have the same feeling. Yeah. I don't know. I only have one more question for you with that, too. And this is something that hasn't happened a lot, at least since I've been attending Halloween Horror Nights, but The Walking Dead has been. Blah has been a a theme for Blah. the entire event before. What do you think about if Trick or Treat 2 goes into production, this house is very successful this year. What about breaking boundaries and taking Sam and making him an icon? Oh, easy. Yeah, I'd be into that. Because he's a Halloween icon already. That's the thing. Is he's He's very... His movie is about Halloween. And it's a it, it is a it is about the holiday. So it's like uh, making him an icon seems like a cool idea to me. It's trick or treating. It's yeah. like hand in hand with Halloween. I no, don't know. I, I I completely agree. It's one of those things too. You know, I know in the past they've heavily relied on uh, the other horror icons like Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and Jason and all that. So I Leatherface. Yeah, I I would love. To see Sam in a bigger role, even if it has to be with all those other characters and doing another another bigger moment where you have all of these horror icons together. He's cute and creepy. It works, you know? He's like cute. He lures you in with his cuteness and he's cut your throat with his lollipop. Exactly. And if not, then maybe he could just bring along his friend that just had the bag with the face drawn on it. That's just creepy as all get out. So... I'm not really. Oh, a, of the trick or treater kids. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that one because of the teeth. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just don't like a, it because he has a bag on his head. I don't like the bunny one either. No. If you're if you're so ugly that your parents put a bag over your head, what is being hidden under there? That's that's the ultimate question on it. I maybe we'll find out this year at Halloween Horror Nights. But just to recap you on that, our house announcements as of this point would now include Stranger Things, which we obviously talked about in an episode earlier on when that was announced, as well as mm. the one mm. original house, Dead Exposure, that will be set in the '80s in Paris with a zombie breakout where you only get to see through the use of flashes of light, which sounds interesting. Scary. Yeah, it sounds very scary. But then Trick or Treat rounding this out right now. So we're probably a third of the way there with the houses. I think right now, at least, it sounds very solid. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how everything keeps playing out, though. But I am... I am nice and excited on this. So we obviously want to know if you're excited for Trick or Treat coming to Halloween Horror Nights, too. So, of course, feel free to use those comments below if you're watching this on YouTube and write your thoughts and feelings on this. And I will read them. I promise. I read everything. I just 
actively choose not to answer sometimes. And then, of course, if you're listening, you can always email us, uopodcast at disunplugged.com. And, of course, if you can't remember that, you can always head over to disunplugged.com. That's the home of our show notes page, which is uh, has links to the shows that are on our Disunplugged podcast network, this show, Disney World show, all those other ones, as well as links to our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that goodness. You can find all of that there. So thank you, Rhino, for having this short little discussion with me. You're welcome. Boo. And thank you, everyone out there, for listening and watching to this. I think I already went over everything for the most part, so I'll just wrap up with the YouTube stuff. If you like this video, make sure to hit that thumbs up. I already told you to comment, so if you didn't the first time, comment now, and then make sure you're subscribed. We're very close to that 100,000 mark, and I know there's still people out there who haven't been subscribing that need to. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, please go ahead, like always, make sure you are subscribed, and rate and review us. I tell you to do it every week, and uh, I I know how many people download the show, and I know how many reviews there are, and it's not a one-to-one correlation at this point, so let's try to change that. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, the, the easiest way for people to find us on iTunes is by actually reviewing us, and the nicer the things, the more people will end up finding us, but listen, I'm a mean man, so sometimes I'm not nice about things. I wouldn't judge you if you're not nice either. But thank you once again for listening and watching. We really do appreciate it, and we will be back with you next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, no resolutions. Thank you. Thank you.